These days, it becomes more and more apparent that our nation is desperately in need of this wisdom from above that we heard of in the first reading from St. James. The wisdom from above that is pure, peaceable, gentle, compliant, full of mercy and good fruits, and constant and sincere, sown in peace for those who cultivate peace. The psalmist today writes that justice will flourish and fullness of peace forever, and then reminds us that that means that the poor and the afflicted are saved in times of peace and justice, that fraud and violence will be ended, for everyone will be precious in his sight. And then in the gospel today, we hear how a Christian is to live, to be poor in spirit and to mourn for those who need it, to be meek, to hunger and thirst for righteousness, to be merciful, to be clean of heart, to seek peace to suffer persecution for the sake of righteousness and to brush off insults and persecutions because of his name. And the reason we can do all of this is because we know where we are going, that this homeland, despite being where we belong on this earth, is not our true homeland. Our true homeland is heaven. That's what we have to bring to our country. That's how we can begin to help our neighbor who might not recognize or receive these things well. But we as Catholics and as Christians can bring this goodness that everyone around us is desperately in need of. As I was reading the Magnificat this morning, the words of Archbishop Carroll, who was the first bishop in the United States, spoke so truly So, if you'll indulge me, an extended quote from him. To acquire Christian righteousness and salvation, two things are necessary. To believe with the heart and outwardly profess our beliefs. For with the heart, says the apostle, we believe unto justice. But with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. It is therefore the essential duty of every Christian to honor his religion by subjecting his understanding to its doctrines and confessing them openly when the interests of truth require it. It was by complying with this twofold duty that the first Christians contributed so much, not only to the honor but to propagation of our holy religion. When, after the passion of our Savior and the first spreading of the gospel, all the powers of earth combined to persecute it and exert the utmost rage of cruelty and torment against its followers, what arms did they oppose to the violence of its enemies? No others, dear Christians, but the arms of an inward, steady faith and a generous, open profession of their belief. These joined to the efficacy of a virtuous life, brought at length their persecutors themselves to respect and then to embrace doctrines which could raise men to such invincible fortitude. These were the effects of the glorious testimony they bore to the truth of their religion. Brothers and sisters, let us seek to believe our faith deeply in our hearts to not be afraid to profess it, 
and to live holy and virtuous lives, to give an example to all around us, so that they too might come to respect and embrace the good news of the gospel.